Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. Admin, yeah, this is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. With me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman and Aaron Jew. Today, we're going to be talking about catfishing. Now, catfishing has had this thing about like with online dating, which it is, you know, you order Anthony Joshua and Andy Louise turns up. <laughs> and But this, this goes into the business world and obviously it's so much in boxing. Young people and uh, grown men are going to these boxing clubs thinking they must be, uh, they must have their child protection and the safeguard and the DBS and the police checks and their insurances. And what they're actually going to is a white collar gym where eight-year-olds are fighting 12-year-olds or 15-year-olds are fighting 30-year-olds and there's no laws and regulations. And that's what I've seen a lot of. But this is also happening in the, the NLP community where people are going to this NLP practitioner Whereas all he's really done is a sem- sem- seminar. I mean, I've, I've done like a year's course of NLP with Nick Davis and I've got a sports NLP, but it's not something I'm not a master of yet. Mm-hmm. I've dabbled, I've done a course. And this trickles down into like the, the property world where people are saying, I'm a master and I'm an award winning. Mm-hmm. And the bullshit is baffling the brains. So let's just throw this out to the group. Yeah, absolutely. So just on that, actually, so property is obviously the sector that I deal with and uh, it's not regulated, a little bit like the fitness industry, to be honest. And you're just getting people literally, like you said, speaking bullshit. Um, And that's fine if you want to speak bullshit to yourself, if you need to say what you need to say to obviously inspire or motivate yourself. But I think it draws on unethical and disgusting when you're exploiting people. I think this is a problem. So we all watch like the show Catfish, you know, where... You think you're talking to someone, one person, but really behind the scenes, it's somebody completely different. And that's what you're finding because the problem with the internet is you can pick up your phone now, you can open Instagram, you can open Facebook, and you can be whoever the hell you want to be. And if you just spread that message every, every few days, every few weeks, slowly it starts to ring in people's minds. I can't remember the exact um, term for it. And what happens is people associate you as that person. So for example, I went from fitness into property, I wrote about 10, 15 blogs on property and I've become the property guy. Now, obviously, I could have just liked that and said, you know, I'm a millionaire, X, Y, and Z, which is what a lot of people are doing. Um, and actually, the reason I think this show is important now because, as I touched on just before, there's been a death now in the it, within like the community. So obviously, the community, everyone's speaking and it's quite active, especially on Facebook. And I'm not saying it's exclusive to property, and that's the reason, but I know that had a big impact. There was a lot of money invested into somebody who had basically catfished them, promised them, you know, the world. And sadly, it's, it's just crippled someone who's taken a guy's life and it's a guy's life again. And reading the conversation this morning really got me, it got me annoyed. And um, a lot of the comments afterwards were saying how men need to talk. And obviously this kind of comes back to our podcast today. So for me, mate, I could rant about it all day and I could just, it just, it just pisses me off. What it is, is that, that poor bloke hasn't seen a way out. And we've said before, it's um, being locked in the golden handcuffs. Because mm. money isn't everything. 
but if you're frightened of losing the money, then you lose the house, you lose your wife, you lose... It's a knock-on effect, isn't it? So it, it may not be about the money, it's that potentially you lose your house because mm. you've lost that money. And I've seen it within the boxing world. I've had brilliant potential athletes have gone there thinking, I can trust Aaron. Aaron's got his own boxing gym, so we must be doing well. He's got champions all over the ball, but it's they've got a, a world championship. I've never known so many world champions around Warleaf, you know, because they've done white collar and they've got the IBWDZ, and it, you know, they've got a belt from Asda. You know what I mean? And the bullshit, because, well, they, they've got 10 national champions, but not one of them's ever fought Ed Dudley. So you can't be a national champion. And that's, I think that's when the bullshit and the deceit creeps in. It ruins, I mean, the, the hoops, and anyone who listens to this who works or in an amateur gym, the laws and regulations that we have to abide by. Children can't box someone over 12 months older. They can't fight someone who's a K and a half older. An open class can't fight a novice. But these buggers, like I've known um, a 14-year-old child who fought a 13-year-old and had a flogging. I've known 8-year-olds fighting teenagers. I've known ex-ABA champions who are 13 stone going out of a wrong novice, a jelly stack from Woolworths, who's 10 stone. He goes, oh, he knocked him out in 10 seconds. That's bullying. Mm. The, the laws and regulations of the ABA prohibit that from happening. And this is happening in the dating world, in the property world, in the in all these things in the, the on building sites. They're called the cowboys, aren't they? Mm. Well, I've done this shed, or I've done this drive, and then you turn up and they've, they've bodged your house. And that's what it is. It is cowboys, and it's almost people trying to cheat the system mm. because they're trying to cheat the hard work that it actually takes somebody to do that. Yeah. So to become an award-winning whatever it is, or to become you know a great developer, for example, if you just quickly go back to property. You've got to have years of experience. You're going to make a hell of a lot of mistakes. You'll probably lose money. Hell of a lot of time. A lot, a lot of sleepless nights. But it's a lot easier just to write it on your Facebook post and take some fancy photos. Oh, look at me. I'm over here. I've done this. I've helped X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, I'm trying to get into the head of why people do it because I've got close people who have started to do it. And I'm trying to disassociate myself now because I don't want to be associated with somebody who's basically a liar. And you're just sitting there and you're like, why are people doing it like this? Is it something that maybe they're dealing with themselves? Some level of insecurity. But then at the same time, to have that nerve to go out there and then know you're lying, whether you've convinced yourself otherwise, and then exploit someone to part with their hard-earned money or their time or their belief at, at the expense of you giving them just basically bullshit, it, it just makes me sick. Like I, I, know, I know I'm talking about it quite passionately today. Obviously, it's because I've heard about the death and stuff. But I just think... What's the answer for it? How, how, how do you solve it? Some people have got such a different moral compass. Mm. And I've known people who have had dodgy companies and they fold, mm. and then next thing you know, they see them back outside. And another company. Tarmac. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the problem because you haven't got the laws and regulations to stop these people. And it's so easy to, and people do this on Facebook all the time, you put your best moments. So, but you in the building trade, you haven't even got to. Because you're not seeing them day by day on the travel. You just go, I built this house. But why question it? You know what I mean? Because he's a recognised... Perception. Perception. Plus, plus in photos. And in building work, in fact, you can make things look nice, but underneath that, you don't know what's... Mm, the cracks. Foundations. Yeah, that's it. That's, so that's where you, you, you find that people are taking shortcuts. Mm. So, yeah, that floor looks great, but it's unlevel as hell. Yeah. Look, in that <laughs> photo, you know. Absolutely. I remember we went to Thailand for my wedding. 
uh, when me and Kate got married in Phuket. And my best mate Paz come over and he, he sat in this real dodgy hotel. It, the bricks were falling down, the swimming pool was the size of this cushion I'm sitting on. And he went, bloody hell, Kev, you want the photographer who took the place, uh, pictures of this place to do your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's work wonders for this. He can even make look like you look handsome. <laughs> but it, 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 because everything's photoshopped, and then you look at the comments, and every 100 comments from herself. Yeah. And you go, well, this guy's got to be good, because everyone wouldn't lie. Of course. Well, that's the thing. And the association thing, Kev, we were just talking about this. If you can associate yourself or attach yourself to somebody who has credibility, who has earned their stripes, that's a very quick way of winning the process. So you see that in property. And I've been stupid. Again, I take accountability for it. I'm just letting people come in. So if somebody wants to use my name, or can we take a video together? Can we do this? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, of course. Not thinking anything. Just trying to be helpful. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm like, if it elevates you, that's fine. It's not taking anything away from my table. And what I realised in hindsight is actually their intent was always to exploit either some of my friends. I mean, some of my friends are messaging me saying, I'm getting messages from X, Y, and Z asking to do, like, part with their money for some service. And I'm just thinking, shit, like, what is going on here? And that's that's me in a very, very small bubble. I mean, this is going on on a mass scale across all industries where people on Instagram are, like you say, doing their best self. And I remember when I used to have a fitness channel, one of my best posts I ever got, and I say best posts in terms of the most likes, was I took a photo of myself with, like, that point i had a bit of a six pack so i was training with kev actually so kudos to you for that <laughs> and, I, and i was like i was around five six percent body fat so i took that and then i took one when i was just relaxed so i wasn't tense i didn't have no filters and nothing and you couldn't actually see like a six pack as like defined whereas otherwise i look like rocky four well i like to think that anyway um, whereas otherwise i just look normal unless i'm breathing in i mean obviously when you breathe out you look kind of normal and I, and I wrote then i put them side by side i said this listen this is reality this is me 23 hours of the day and 59 minutes, and then the other minute when I'm getting ready for Instagram, this is me. Mm. And just to show that, and it, and it showed, but I was like, the world would just benefit more if people showed that that honesty, authentic side as well. It's not like I didn't do the hard work, I was still 5% body fat, but it's like, which which picture do I show? And for me, I've always tried to be as transparent as possible, like this is my best day, this is my good day. And I just think by doing that, you will, it might take you a little bit longer, because you you know you might, but I think you're, you're in it for the long game, like you said. With that building there, you've got the foundations right, so it ain't going to crumble down. Would you say no? I'm going to take a bit of a side step. Um, mm. Like with the photos, because they're saying there's got to be um, super sized models. It's mm. got to, thing is, yes, there has got to be larger models and everything. Some people are just beautiful, aren't they? Mm. But I think the criminal you, thing, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think some of, I think the real tragedy of it is when it's photoshopped mm. and the blemishes have gone. And I know it's their industry, but I think. Some people are naturally beautiful people, but I think the cruel thing is, is when you take it off the tongue, put a bit more on the bum, fill the breasts out, and I think they're beautiful for a reason. Don't then portray them as being even more beautiful to get the job. Ultimately, everyone has flaws. Everyone, hundred percent. You just got to accept that, and, and, and that's it, isn't it? You've got flaws. Like Madonna, which the, the, the gap I think in the flaws is probably a bit too sharp. You know, it's the uh, imperfections yeah. or the. Billy, you're not but it's, you're it's, not active on social media, so do you find yourself that it's easier for you to just accept your flaws? Well, and see, I'm not active on social media, but I do dabble every yeah. now and again. Like I've come back on it for a bit now, more to promote promote our podcast and whatnot. And in truth, it doesn't bother me either way because I'm not I'm really not fussed mm. about the, that type of person. Yeah. I don't go looking for people who 
who take photos of this, <laughs> but you know, I'm not like yeah. I, that's just not the way the way I am. I'll go I'll go on there for things like promoting our podcast because we want to help people. Absolutely. So the more people who do it, the better. So really, it doesn't it doesn't affect me either way, whether mm. I'm on it or off it. But if you're going to look for like the boxing gym, obviously you come here or whatever. But if you're looking through and you see um, Aaron Jew, Midland champion, mm. uh, Kev Dillon, Midland champion, you you're a boxing coach, so you know if they're licensed to. But if you're like taking your babies, and you sort of go, well, they've got to be a good club because they've had fifty Midland champions and world champions. So yeah. you'd look at the titles, you wouldn't think. Well, are they, have they got safeguarding? Well, no. You have, have they, you they presume sure? they had it because, because of the... They've uh, got the premise. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is, like with the white collar, what hairy-ass blokes want to do, they want to go and knock the shit out of each other for 100 quid, fair play. But when children are doing it, mm. that's when we have a duty of care to think. Well, that's, to me, it's with adults as well, because do they really know what they're getting themselves in for? Well, you do trust they, your coach, don't you? I mean, I spoke to someone who does white-collar, and he does white-collar boxing and, and uh, MMA. Now, he, was, he blatantly told me that the fights are set up for the ticket seller to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he told me I've this. Um, I won't tell you. I won't say his name, but you know him, actually. Yeah. You know him. And I thought, that's just... What's the point? Why? Because me, as a boxer... Why would I want to go in there? Don't get me wrong. When you're training, you you think you're going to win that fight. You go in there with 100% belief you're going to win. But if Kev turned around to me and says, "Well, that bloke there is not up to your standard, mm. or he's not, he, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a competitive fight," I'd be like, "I wouldn't even train. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd just lose all motivation to do anything because you're going to no, beat absolutely. them." But so, isn't it cruel when the dads take them there and they go, "Well, who, who's Kev got?" And they go, "Well." Don't worry, trust me, trust me. And then his kid goes in it and has a right tatering. Mm. And then you find out, well, Kev's 10 and he's 13. And I always think that, like, one bleeds in for Christmas, one's off shagging. You know, yeah. and I think that's the difference. Yeah. And then they get him in there and they go, well, but with the boxing, because I, I, I'm not a property man, you know what I mean? But I think there's got to be different laws and regulations. But the, there is no laws and regulations, because yeah. there was a thing saying, if you've ever done white collar, you can't do amateur boxing. If you've ever done mm. professional, you can't do professional boxing. But somehow, because they've become so strong, illegal boxing has take like has got more prestige, semi-professional boxing, yeah. than an amateur boxer uh, mm. or as a professional. And that, we've lost our way. Considering it's illegal, we can't put our foot downs. The technique's not illegal, is it? That's that's where it's basically it's not licensed. Unlicensed. What, what White Collar started off as was, um, it was like, um, I'm in accounts and Aaron's in uh, finance. Uh, he's in finance, I'm in accounts. So we're not, we, we've never boxed. We're going to go and have four weeks training, be, wear massive 18 ounce gloves, head guard, and all the money goes to charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what happens is the crooks saw this and then, well, we can, we can get in that loophole and these charity boxing events. Oh, Kev, I'm doing it. I'm only trained for eight weeks and. The money's going to charity. I'm telling you now, most of that money goes to the pimp's pocket. Mm-hmm. It's very funny how little money gets to the actual people. But it, that's another form of catfishing. But this tragedy that we're going through now at the moment, like with the property, and these poor buggers who are putting their life savings into a property or getting their patio done, and then the next thing, the bloke's done a shoddy job or just hasn't turned up and taken all their money. That, that's, in my opinion... An arrestable offence. It's, it's disgusting. Uh, again, the internet's a be- it can be a beautiful thing or it can be a nasty thing. So 
you can actually have credible evidence and you know you can showcase your stuff like for example your boxing gym you're showing how your training happens every day on like your youtube on your instagram and stuff but at the same time you can literally fabricate that as well you can make it up overnight you you pay someone if you've got a bit of money as well you can pay you can pay for followers i mean some of the people i know on there again not to just keep jumping back into it but in the sectors that i work in they buy their followers so then what happens is you have a perception thing so for example if me and you have the opportunity if somebody has the opportunity to work for me or you and you've got ten thousand followers and i've only got a thousand automatically you look like the bigger fish yeah and then that's how you bring them in and then again it just it becomes a snowball what i do find and this is most happens in most cases is somebody they'll get caught at one point i feel like your mask will slip at some stage there'll be cracks and there's a there's been a big guy who's huge in property well supposedly huge ripped a hell of a lot of people off um including myself actually to a very small amount a long long time ago and he's been caught out now and there's like a facebook group about him and there's like 600 people in there within like a week or two that's what people need to realize so anyone out there if, if you are like a catfish recognize that you know the truth will probably come out at one stage and the last thing i want to do and i'm sure you guys probably share this sentiment is i don't want in a year two years three years time three lads to be sitting around here recording a video talking about us in that yeah. like you know what I mean? I, I can't, I can't remember that. that and it, well, absolutely, it wouldn't because of that, you have a moral compass. compass yeah. you know it, what I mean? It's, it's so hard to get a good name. It's so easy to get a bad name. And I've known people like, just saying off the top of my head, like uh, uh, Connor Jones or Ben Whittaker. Um, I train Connor Jones and Ben Whittaker. Very good boxers going to the Olympics. So please come on to the podcast. Luckily for us, he handed out the trophies the other day at our show. But then people will say like, I work with Ben. I'm the reason. Which you you might have been in the gym at the same time, or yeah, yeah. I was there, and I used to get kind of warmed up. And thinking, and there's other people. I once again, I won't mention names. Mate, I warmed up with Connor here. I'm not claiming. <laughs> yeah, Corey, I remember that. Yeah. But there's people <laughs> who will say like, um, I, I've trained the Cubans. Yeah. You went on holiday to Cuba, and went to a boxing gym. Doesn't mean mm. you brought yeah. on the Olympic boxers, but because they've had their photo taken there, and they'll get these celebrities or these wannabe celebrities go. Lord's worth, and this this got um, Kevin Dillon the world chat, and you're thinking, have you got a have you got a CV off him? Have, uh, have you actually, you know what I mean? Just because you stood there next to Ricky Atten doesn't mean you trained Ricky Atten. Absolutely, absolutely. I just think on that the whole catfish thing, from like a mental health perspective, and we're thinking about guys and women watching this. We need to just be mindful, like we're saying, is just do your due diligence in terms of like. Yes, we, you know, I always like to live in good faith that people are honest. But at the same time, just, just research a little bit more. Because what happens is, if you start believing everything that you see, and it seems that at the minute everyone is absolutely killing it, everyone sits on a beach, they've got a million pounds in the bank, what happens is, is that whole thing of comparison kicks in. And we start comparing our lives, and then we think, why well, our life isn't as great as somebody else's life. And I always believe, like, there's a great song, it's called Love Yours, and it's basically like, you should there's no such life better than yours basically mm. and and we need to recognize that but obviously it's very difficult when all we're getting in our eyes 24 7 is this person who's doing x y and z and they have the missing ingredient and then what they're doing is they're selling it you for like 499 a month and then you can be just like them and we're getting a hell of that now so we're getting nlp manipulation we're getting life coaches we're getting like 20 year old life coaches which you know they I'm have a lot of experience well, absolutely I'm, I'm not saying like there isn't a 20 year old out there with a lot of life experience. What I'm saying on the whole, I mean, what they're doing is a certification of where we can, and now all of a sudden they're equipped to what handle life situations. And I just laugh at that. But then there's people buying into it because they're 
preying on the insecure, mm-hmm. the anxious. And I was that person. I was like, I was a very quiet, quiet. I'm like an introvert. I get my energy like deep conversations. But other than that, even when I used to come to the gym, I was very quiet. I used to just do my own sort of thing. I never really spoke to people because I was just a shy kid. And the moment an extrovert come in my path, and then they saw something in me, and then they, you know, they they did the whole NLP on me. I started to feel a bit like. Like, like I don't know, like wanted or needed. I'm not sure that's the right words. And well, I started believing in it. Almost like a sense of grooming, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. That, you that, that's you what see say, someone yeah. and you have like, um, yeah. you're an introvert and you go, hey, champ, you're doing great. We go, he just called me a champ. Absolutely. He's got a bit of swagger. And you go, yeah, yeah. A lot, I, Sometimes he's knowing the buzzwords, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of Come people here, who do those weekends remember those, wor- those yeah. buzzwords, those words that will make you think that they, they know what they're talking about. Well, a good person who can do NLP can say something and make it sound like it's your idea. You go, oh, I like what you just said. I, did, I, I didn't really say it, but if it's a good idea, I'm, yeah, it was my idea. And it's clever. The brilliant people like Nick Davies and Alexander or get on the show again, they do it for the right reasons. They are life coaches, and but some people have learned all the tricks. Like, they've learned these tricks so they can have sex with the women. They've done this so they can move up the stepping ladder, and they think, it's cruel. It's that catfish grooming. Yes, the, the snidey back. You know what I mean. You can't trust. Them. You can't trust them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think you can usually spot them because they tend to be cheaper than everyone else as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, you do yeah. tend to find that their prices aren't quite as. They've always got an offer on it. Yeah, yeah. An exclusive offer, fifty percent off. That's right. But you see that through the building trade as well. You see that straight away. Ultimately. If, you, if that person, you've got someone working for £80 a day, but you get a professional who's meant to be £150 a day, you can see mm. that, you know. So, okay, it might cost you more, but you guarantee that job's... Well, you don't guarantee well, you can't you've got guarantee, more chance of that job's yeah. done right. Absolutely. Uh, and I can't see it changing, so I think the main thing now is, at least in my industry, is to try and raise awareness for it. So even now, alongside my other jobs, I'm trying to do like a YouTube channel separately, just to kind of raise awareness and things to watch out for. And most of it is stuff that I've been burnt on or people I know who have suffered at the hands of people, just to kind of watch out for little phrases. I mean, phrases like that, that NLP or like, I see something in you or something. At, at, at that point, I was like, well, yeah, I must be amazing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was literally thinking that when probably wasn't even doing anything. Mm-hmm. And just to recognize when somebody says that, then just think, what's their intent here? What are they actually trying to extract from me? Is it my money or something? And I've had, I've had a, um, a guy actually, just on a quick tangent, so my mum was going through um, a hard time, like she suffered with depression, and um, there was a guy, and he just reached out to me, I had a bit of a following on Facebook through my stuff, and I, we just got chatting, I mentioned my mum, uh, I think on a podcast, and he, and he reached out to me, and he said, I can help your mum, and I was like, mate, I'll take anything right now to fix my mum, kind of thing, and I was, I was desperate as well, so he's like, where are, you, where are you based, and I was like, Birmingham, and he was up, up Nottingham, so he, come, he comes down, and he's like, I'm not going to charge you nothing, I just want to help your mum, so I thought, but yeah, this was an angel, literally thought it was an angel. And he came down and he spent like an hour and he did this amazing session. And in that session, you know, he added value. There was some good stuff he said. He extracted some stuff from my mum's past. My mum was in tears during like the therapy session and stuff. And then he was like, I'm not doing this for the money, X, Y, and Z, his whole speech. And he's like, I genuinely just care. Like, I want to see her change. And he's like, she seems like a beautiful lady, lovely lady. And you're a good kid, X, Y, and Z. Fine. Then... He hits us with, with with the sale, like literally like a day later. And then I was like, okay, I don't have that kind of money right now, but if you give me a few months, I'll save it up. Because if it's for my mum, I'll pay yeah. whatever it is. 
got to take advantage of it now. And it almost become a bit bullish, bullish. You've got to pay it. And I was well, like, if you don't love your mom, it's all right. Mate, so I was getting that. So then I'm ringing my mom, and then mom's like, should I do it? And I was like, look, if, if it can help you, let's let's pull together. So we're thinking that. And then all of a sudden, we're like, actually, no, let's just park it for now. Anyway, we parked it. Mom started getting a little bit better. Never heard from the guy again. The moment we said we're no longer um, paying him for his service, that care factor, that mm. I really want to see you do well, disappeared. I'll say that loads in my industry. Really? So, yeah, which you, what you've got to remember within my industry, you are dealing with vulnerable people. You know, uh, just uh, on what you so do. it's uh, paediatric medical equipment. Mm-hmm. So children, med- so people are coming along with these. It can be something as simple as this new design. It's going to get your kid out of his wheelchair and walking along the, and it'll all be great and jolly. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not. That's not. That's not going to happen. You're going to get equipment that does change lives, yeah. but you're very rarely going to get a kid that comes up out of a, out of a wheelchair and is all suddenly able to run down the road. It's you know. You will get equipment that along the road can get you to that point, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be a miracle. And you'll get a lot of people exactly like that who go go in there and offer a care inside mm. and uh, and do all that just to get a sale. And the amount of times I've gone into people's houses and just looked, how is seen that chair? Yeah. It's too big. It's not you know mm. everything's wrong with it. And you and you and I have to say something because my daughter's disabled. I have to say well just not ideal yeah. for you because if you didn't say something that would affect that potentially would affect them for the rest of their life you're not in the correct posture look at us now slouching yeah. down mm-hmm. we're adults we, we've got the strength in that core mm-hmm. you imagine a child who hasn't got that strength Absolutely. and they're leaning to the side and that and they're doing that for a long time during the day every day of the week you know a lot of a lot of these children are in that chair for 11 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. They'll get out for a half an hour here and there, but 11 hours they'll be sitting in that position. Mm-hmm. And it's really damaging. Really, really damaging. And I had to sleep at night. And yeah. I, I asked that question, and then sometimes I think maybe they sleep fine. Maybe some people just don't have a conscience, or like you talk about a moral conversation. They must not have, they? they must not, because... Yeah. You, that, would, that would eat me away. I, rem- I remember working in a sales job, and they used to make us sell this package where a guy would come out and install um, Microsoft Office, which basically means you put the CD-ROM in, so back in the day, you press next a few times, you accept the license agreement, and you click install, and they were charging like 150 quid for it, and I'm talking back in the day, so I was probably the worst salesman, because I used to call the people over, I said, listen, put the CD-ROM in, you press next a few it times, you. Install. <laughs> so I used to get in trouble for not getting commissions, but I was like, I'm not going to watch somebody, when I when I can hear them working out their figures, that like, can we afford this, mm. that will go for this budget, and I'm like, I can, I can save you 150 quid here straight away. Or you don't need that laptop that's on special commission. Why don't you actually buy this? Because for all you need it for is that. So yeah. I'm probably like the worst salesman to be there. But I need to sleep at night. See, I think uh, see, I do that quite a lot within within what I do. I'll recommend other people's products that I've used with my daughter because I know they work. Mm. Now, to me, you've got more chance of selling because of that. Not selling what you're trying to sell then, mm. but down the road they go. Actually, you give me Absolutely. some great advice there. You know that re- that worked out for me. So I prefer for him to come in and tell me. And again, I'd walk in there, and if it wasn't suitable, I'd go, that's not suitable. Mm. But this one, maybe, try that one. I think you'll get more sales in the long run. In the long run, run absolutely. Yeah. You might not sell that today, which is fine, but in the long run, those those people that's trust so you and will come back to you for, for more advice. So That's so true. Yeah. Could I just say something, back to what we were saying? I looked at the camera for this. If you are ever in the situation which uh, Aaron's association was in, you are thinking about taking your life. 
please stop because the people are it not only affects you but it affects all your loved ones suicide affects not only you it affects your children your parents your friends your loved ones so they're always out it is only money and i know it feels like the end of the world but you can get through it there are other options so as dark as the day as dark as the night in it will one day be morning again so there are people out there and just think about those you'll be leaving behind so i think today i'll do us on catfishing Absolutely. i think um the quote if i can get it right which i don't tend to get many things right <laughs> Life is full of choices, so make choices that you can count on. Until next week, gang, tour over a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page, and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, tarot a bit. Listen, listen, listen.